Pulpery is brought to you by the Goddamn Sauce. Place your orders at thegdsauce.com. Welcome to Random Ramblings with Brock and Ben. This is our monthly podcast with all the odd parts that get cut out of our weekly shows. This month we're going to talk about Little League Soccer and how that translates to MLS in New Orleans, Mike Tyson's ear fetish, concert etiquette, and cat funerals. Um, Talk about random name generator. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, they're they're using the Wu-Tang <laughs> name. <laughs> Did you actually spit on that? <laughs> <coughs> no, man. <laughs> Something that was fucking awesome. If yeah. you don't know what it is, Just Google it. Google it. There's like three of them. Yeah, but it was all about the OG one from like yeah many years. Anyway, it, I or actually I did I did it a few days ago just to see. You're gonna make me do it. We're yeah. talking about the Mandalorian. But uh, well, and I got you know I got I got a couple of bad ones and then i think i i got one it was like king whitey and i was like Ooh. oh i you know i used to go i to, should use anytime you create somebody like that was where you went first yeah anyway the star wars gods are using this well shit we're already talking about it you want to just stick yeah, with no, it I after you do I, your I wu-tang name generator woo me tough <laughs> vulgar Ooh, that I can, is. I can, I can, I'm, I'm okay with tough, vulgar. I'm going to write that down. Yeah. Tough. There were jo- Joe Mono and tough, vulgar. There's our episode. Vulgar. <laughs> that, is my, that is my stage name. Yeah. <laughs> From this day forward, you will be known as tough, vulgar. Thanks. Well, that is that is a good Staten Island rap name. You're goddamn right it is. <laughs> Let's see if I just do my middle name. Paul Luckless. Like, <laughs> That's like, a good porn name. Like a cat's paw. Yeah. I just put my middle oh, name in. Oh, Paul. Not Paul. Oh, Paul <laughs> Luckless would be even better. <laughs> That's like that's like fucking Macklemore in there. Man, <laughs> that's probably how Macklemore got his name. <laughs> We're on to you, Macklemore. Paul uh, Luckless. <laughs> Fuck that. I am tough and vulgar. Motherfucker. I'm still going to write down Paul Luckless. P-A-W Luckless. Paul the Paul Luckless. Ooh, that's your wrestler name. There you go. Oh, I could be a jobber with a mask. I'd have to wear, oh. like, fighting gloves, but that, like, had... And you, uh, and you have Black to wear Panther, tiger print. Like, had Black Panther nails on it and fight like that. Yes, that would be my interest. It would be a giant oh. meow. <laughs> Fucking right. <laughs> Let's go. We gotta. We'd have to. We'd have to come up with like the city nickname, like the Calico of New Orleans, Ooh. <laughs> the Black Tabby, the Black Tabby no, of no. the Lakefront. It would have to be something. No, I would want to be from the Bywater. <laughs> the, the Bird Eater from the Bywater. Paul oh. Luckless. 
And then it would be like, meow. And you walk down. I walk down. I could crawl down like I'm crazy. Oh. Well, hey, get some, somebody get Vince McMahon. I love it. <laughs> or, I mean, there's definitely a wrestling organization that would do it. Hell, oh, we could get you on Friday Night Fights. It's not that big, big of a... The big, easy something. Yeah. Last week was the Strawberry Cup. <laughs> the goddamn Colombian team that they beat. Who apparently it's only their like fourth loss as a team since they've been together for four years. Like, where was it an actual team from Colombia? No, no, that's just what I call it. Oh, they, okay. they are a. I thought you meant they were playing like a Colombian team. Well, like, they were. Yeah. Yeah, they were. <laughs> and uh, so Graham's team beat them first game of the tournament. And it was like they were down 1 0, and then they scored a goal to tie it. And then literally one of the kids puts in a shot and it goes over the keeper's head and end. Put the ball mm. in the center line, kick off, game over. So they won that that's how they beat the team. Oh. Only their fourth or fifth loss in four years. Sounds like they paid the ref off. <laughs> no, they had been together. Like to blow they started to blow the own... whistle, like as soon as they put it in center. <laughs> well, anyways. For winning that's that a... game, they got to play him again. Oh, okay. And that's who they lost to in the final. Oh. In a penalty shootout. Well, that was a grudge match, so yeah. Of course they were pissed off. Jambalaya Youth Soccer something from Metairie. <laughs> so what I picture is, oh. is the Latino population in Metairie just said, fuck it, we're going to start our own. But then, But then they're like boosted by all the rich white people. No, because there were no white people on this. Well, team. no, I'm saying like, like, but they fund it, like. Yeah, exactly. That's like they're like, hmm, they don't have what we have, so let's fund their soccer team. And then, <laughs> you know, they're getting sponsorship from like those little. From like, yeah, like ideal market and shit. Right, yeah. because you got to pay seven hundred dollars to get into these tournaments, but some of it, if you win. You don't have to pay. Like winners is yeah, you get a trophy, but you also get free. Well, that just goes to prove what we've been saying is that if they if they decide to man up and do MLS like they do European soccer, like New Orleans should get a team because we have a large Asian population and a large yes. Latin the, American the West population. Bank is Vietnam over there, <laughs> and I say that because well, and out past Michu, that's all. That's that's little Viet or what do they call that? Like little Hanoi or yeah. It, it, it is, but and then and then like I mean and that's in New Orleans. If they can, I mean, if there's you got to, I mean, and I hate to be stereotypical about it, but if there's a team of Latin American kids from Metairie, so you're talking about families of that's what I'm five saying. or and six. And they came out in four. Sure, like it was, which made beating them the first game all oh, that more. <laughs> I bet they were mad. Oh, they were pissed <laughs> off. <laughs> And then they were winning in the championship game, too, off a fucking penalty. Please. And uh, <laughs> and Graham's team scored. So technically, they gave up one goal in the run of play over 180 minutes, because that's all it was. It was yeah. a, a two-legged tie for the championship. <laughs> um, so they gave up 
one goal in the run of play. Yeah. They scored three, right? It was... Jesus. And then lost him on penalty kicks. <laughs> I should have come out and to it, see that. I bet they were pretty good. Yes. I mean, I, I know I know Graham's team is good, but... These kids... Well, the other that's the thing with the other team. Like, they were good, but it was all about... They had two forwards. Yeah. And it was... They'd get it to the big kid, and he'd pass it to the fast kid. <laughs> and, like, that's how they played. And then when he, when that happened, you get you get a corner kick or a throw in down there, and the rest of the kids move forward. Fuck, <laughs> like, oh, man, that's how they play. That's but, fundamental. That's fundamental. Stuff. But Graham's team plays out of the back too. Oh, okay. So it's like out of the back to the wings <laughs> here into the corner. So it's 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 fundamental like basic soccer versus ticky tack. <laughs> Correct. But the kids are getting more technical, which is good. Sure, yeah. Like dropping a shoulder and letting a guy run by. But that also explains like the difference between European and South American soccer. Correct. Like South American soccer is that like it's all if you're at set this, pieces. Yeah, if you're at this age in <laughs> Europe, or yeah, you know, you know how to do what you got to do. But but it's it's like the. Uh, the Barcelona documentary where they're going over, yeah, like their train, like the pep, tra- the pep training method, and how they're. It's all about, you know, first touch and then pass, and like, and that dude's in that little like training area, yeah, and he has to hit like the the squares and shit. Yeah. But then, but then you think of the way like Mar- Maradona played, yeah. and it was it was big dude moving forward. Yes, like that, that's so. <laughs> And from a small age over there, especially Barcelona, and then Spain is. Like, you're passing knowing the person's going to be there. Yeah. You know, yes, you're looking for him, but you you got two guys on you. you well, it's know. almost like the Rams. It's like, you know, like, it's like once the ball leaves the dude's foot, like, that dude on that side has to be at that mark. Yeah, exactly. In order to receive the ball. Exactly. And so you got to be fast to beat out the defender and, and get to that mark first. Obviously, you've got your uh, shit's fluid, but like that's the principle of it. Yeah. So those kids, fuck, and we got to play Portugal. So, but also by this stumbling onto this comparison, so would that make Messi the Kurt Warner of football? <laughs> no, 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 no. That would be Xavi or Nesta. <laughs> So, like, Messi's like the Isaac Bruce. No, 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 Marshall Falk. <laughs> Messi's the Marshall Falk of that team. He can check down or he can run. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. And Neymar was the Tory Rick- Holt. Oh, I, I was hoping I could go for Ricky Prohl on that one. No, that's got to be Suarez, right? right? Yeah. yeah, because... But Ricky Prohl never bit anybody. Correct. Speaking of biting, <laughs> please tell me you saw Mike Tyson released edibles... Fucking magnificent son of a bitch. He well, he's always been really good at self marketing, but Oh, he's fucking fantastic. This this is like this is like WWE marketing. Like, oh, you know you know what I did. I mean How do you not did you watch that fight live, by the way? Which one? Uh well the bow fight and the, the Holyfield ear biting. I watched, actually yeah, I did. I watched both of those. Yeah. Now the like and the, it was so, I went. 
The Holyfield fight was so bizarre because him and Jim Lampley being like, we don't know what the hell's going on. And then then it comes from the side of the ring like, apparently he bit a chunk of his (laughs) ear off. And Holyfield still beat him. (laughs) Yeah. Which I wasn't a big Holyfield fan. I hate Holyfield. I mean, but that's still ballsy. But um, Holyfield has been known to headbutt a fool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Several times. Time. So yeah. I get it. Well, I mean, which was why he said he, he was biting his ear. Correct. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah just for clarification. But okay. Now the... So, go ahead. No, I were, I remember the bow... Well, the bow fight was in the... This is where it's one of the few fond memories I have with my dad growing up. Because he would buy the fights. Yeah, we would all just like... And we had, you know, what was it, like two or three years before we bought the Tyson Spinks fight when Tyson knocks out um, the the younger Spinks brother in like eight seconds. That's not the one where he put him through the ropes, is it? Uh, no, that was earlier in his No, career. yeah. No, but this one, it was like the bell rang and it was, it was like a 30 second fight. And I just remember, like, everybody, including, like, me and my brother, are cheering. And my dad's just sitting there, and he's like, like, back then, what, like, pay-per-view was, like, 40 bucks. And he was like, yeah. I fucking wasted $40. Yeah, and we were like, no, was- like, that's the greatest beatdown I've ever seen. And uh, so, not, like, we, were, we all expected that on the bow fight. And then, like, about after the third round, it was like, what the fuck is going we, what, on? What's happening? Mike, what's happening? That was like the only other t- where like with like the Spinks fight was um, when I actually I worked for a cable company and I got half uh, off yes. of uh, pay per view. We got the uh, Manny Pacquiao Ricky Hatton fight. See, I haven't watched any box. Well, what this one was was is like first round they were you know jabbing, they were feeling each other out. Second second round comes out. Bell rings. Ricky Hatton charges at Manny Pacquiao. Manny Pacquiao does this right cross, and it, it's literally like you can you can hear Morgan Freeman from Million Dollar Baby going like the head is not supposed to turn like that, and Ricky Hatton fell face first onto the mat, and we were all like, he stiff bodied him. Yeah, like it was like, holy shit. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. I'm also wearing a battle jacket and stuff, so. Well, and you're oh, which most women you are not, you are not a you know, you're not on their list of dudes right. to hook up with. Exactly. It's like you know, oh, you're clearly here to get out of the house. <laughs> exactly. Not to bring somebody back. Wait, who are you're? Nobody's with you. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's why I sat in the you corner. Have, you have gray specks in your beard, and you're here by yourself. Oh. Yep. Have a good show, buddy. Yep, enjoy that. <laughs> we can chat all day long, and I'm okay with that. So, <laughs> Gasa Gasa has that really cool um, patio area out front. Oh, and that's where you were hanging out with the... Yeah, and the bar, they have a bar outside. Yeah. <laughs> and I got there hella... I mean, I didn't get there hella early on purpose, but I got there early... And I didn't even go into the venue. I ordered my drink and I went and sat back in the corner by myself. Just watching everything. Yeah. Yeah. I was, you know. And then, you know, the band's hanging out or whatever. And then well, that, after it, the show. 
That's where, well, and when you were texting me about listen, <laughs> listening to other people and and then like the bands being like, that's that's one of the things I do miss about like you know a whether it's you know small shows like that with metal bands or that's what I really miss about punk venues. Yeah, was when like you just stumble onto the band. Exactly. And because nine times out of you ten, you can either engage with them or it's like or just sit back and listen to it and be like, we didn't fucking make gas money. <laughs> <laughs> and they they're so cool. Um, because the very first time. I saw them. Beck made me. She was like, come on. So we talked to all of them, and I got drumsticks and blah, blah, blah. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, we've got it hanging in the hallway. Oh, okay. Although I have a pick with a burning church that I need to put in there. Because <laughs> um, I got that from him. But is that what? That doesn't sound like my horn. No. My I am a little sissy horn. Um... So, yeah, there's that. And it's cool because the band's hanging out. So, during Mono Lord, and I could, I, I, my spidey sense went off <laughs> like the second song into Fire Breather set. And I still hadn't moved crazy close because I wanted to watch Fire Breather play. Yeah. So, I noticed this guy up in front. Well, Acting real quick, forward. are they both Swedish metal or was just... No, no, they're both, okay. they're both Swedish metal. Okay. Um, so really, really good, clean... Oh, it was fucking awesome. Yeah. Dude was wearing a Slayer shirt and he looked like a giant Viking up there. <laughs> <sighs> um, so I noticed him and I, I just was like, okay, that's the guy. Sure enough... <laughs> Hello, Brock, how are you? So no, no, this is this is the the drunk asshole. So the incident. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I noticed the, that it's that's. Hey, wait, was this the metal hipster? No, this was. It, it's it's full circle. It comes full circle. So I noticed him two songs in to the show, you know, and he was jamming out, but he was he was jamming a, a little too hard. Yeah. No big deal. Fire Breather played. They were fucking awesome. So I went and sat outside by myself, mind you. And then Pepper. <laughs> I've, and we sat there for like 15 minutes. Like, not awkward, but, you know, I'm sitting there getting high and drinking whiskey. <laughs> and she was on her phone. The same asshole comes walking up. And that's when I texted her and was like, apparently I was sitting next to an influencer and she's got groupies. Oh, that yeah. drunk guy walked up and then they started talking. Mm. Then his friend walked up and now, mind you, best part. <laughs> <clears throat> Both of these guys were older than me. Oh. Yeah. They mm. looked a little hat. Like this guy had, he had Jeff Daniels and Dumb and Dumber hair. Oh. Yeah, what is it? What is it with, I mean... You know exactly what I'm talking about. No, I know. I, I was just saying, but like, there's always, or I, I'm always reminded of, uh, and I'll, I will make this quick so you can. Finish. No, no, go ahead. Um, but a while back, VH1 did a history of metal documentary. Okay. And they, and when they were doing the Seattle grunge episode, they bring Dale Crover on, who is, you know, a legend. Yep. But he's got the Jeff Daniels cut, and it's like. 
But, you know, to him, it's like, you're fucking Dale Crover. Right, you, you can, can do whatever the yeah. fuck you want. But he's been rocking that haircut. For but me. I've seen, I mean, I'm, I've seen so many people. And, like, this even happens, you know, like, fucking head shows, like fish shows. Like, there's just always, like, that white dude that's like, yeah. you have totally fucking given up. Yep. They're and at, they, they're, there's, and like, you're a right. handful of them They have, like, the show. Jeff Daniels. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> We're going to call that the Jeff Daniels. Nope. Yeah. Okay. I, if, what was his name in the movie? Well, it was uh, was it was he Harry or was he Lloyd? He was uh, Lloyd. No. He was Lloyd, wasn't he? I don't know. No, no, he was Harry. Lloyd was yeah. Um, he, okay, Harry. Yeah. The Harry Harry haircut. Oh my god! <laughs> this is, I'll watch this Wu Tang name generator, Harry Harry. <laughs> okay so back to the thing so i was just like okay i'm gonna get up now oh mind you there was a phone sitting on the table and you know i walked up and sat down and pepper walked up she's like oh there's a phone i was like it was here when i got here is that her actual name or did she or are you that's just, just what he he called, called her, her and they were talking about follows and likes and this and he's like oh yeah you should give us a follow okay so here, wait, this was a fan asking for a follow, or was it a member of the band? This was the drunk guy. So just the a same, fan. Just the same guy, the same old man with his friend. Whew. Right. So I kindly got up and got another drink and went inside, and about the... I want to know who this Pepper is. And see I if, haven't looked. And see if they got a follow. I want to know. So... <laughs> Carolina Pepper. That, that's just so generic though like what um so monolard starts playing and we're all rocking out and like i don't remember at what point but he comes in like tasmanian devil there's always that dude that That's, comes from the back and, and, and fucks it, everything and, up. and it's funny because i noticed him at the very beginning yeah and then we did the pepper and, and came back in <laughs> And he ran over this guy in the front row. And when he turned around, I went, oh, my God, you just. And the dude looked like he was going to murder someone. Yeah. So the song ended. Thomas was like, the lead singer was like, calm down, everyone. I was like, cool. Next song started, he started acting like an asshole. And I grabbed him. Nice. And told his buddy, you need to get him the fuck out of here before something bad happens. Yeah. The guy's like, no, no, no. I was like, no, dude, you do. And you could tell his handler, because that's what I'm going to call him. His handler knew what was up, right? But he just needed someone else to get in his face and be like, get the fuck out of here right now. And he brought him outside. Well, you know, well, and a Celine Dion concert's one thing, but like a, a metal show. Yes. There's, you know, five or six dudes in the close proximity that can put you down. Within a heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, you know, they're not there. You know, mosh pits aren't as big as what they used to be. But and it's this like, is like... But, like you're saying, like, we all grew up in that. So there are plenty of dudes there who just want to, like, bounce their head a little bit. Because we can't headbang anymore because it causes concussions. And at, at this show, because that's what it is. It's not yeah. a, it's not an aggressive right. battle. It's just like, okay, we're going to hang out and... But they can still fuck people up. Like, so that's not when the When he crap. ran into the dude 
And then, you know, of course, I walked back and everybody was like, okay, cool, cool. And the guy turned around and gave me a hug. And I was like, yeah, cool. Nobody's, I don't want no, you to go yeah. to jail and him to die. And then I get to miss the rest of the show. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Like, right. Or, I mean, main thing, you don't want the show canceled. Right. And then also, too, I mean, you know, rest in peace. Nobody wants another dime bag scenario. No. Where and, and there's back... some crazy motherfucker coming in and then all so of a sudden. So the, the wife was like, well, you don't know. I was like, no, no I could tell that this guy yeah. was not, <laughs> did well, not partic- pose yeah. a threat to anyone. No. So. And you well, know, particularly you can... if he's got the hairy haircut. And you can tell when someone's amped up and or just drunk and being dumb. Yeah, or they're on, like, too much shit. Yeah, no, this guy was yeah. clearly too drunk, so it was just like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I guess. To some people, it's it's a sad story, but it's um, to me, it's fucking hilarious. Um, and when you leave here, you need to just take a quick look. So it was uh, Sunday night. I step out to go take out the trash and shit. And, uh, like, so my neighbor's from the front. Yep. Or, or like so from that front apartment or like sitting right out there and i'm walking i'm like hey and they're like they just look at me like, oh, okay that's weird and so um this corner right yeah okay and as i'm as i you know grab the trash bag and i walk down the steps and i'm walking towards the front the neighbor one of the neighbors from there comes out and i didn't recognize that she was like sobbing at the time but I was so she passes by and I'm like, hey, how's it going? She's just like, uh. I'm like, what the fuck? So I I put the trash in the trash can and as I, and I walk back slowly, and what I notice is, is that someone so the neighbor there had gotten her boyfriend to dig a hole in the side of the like where the old little fig tree used to be, and uh, like here, yeah. And so, and I'm like, well, okay, that looks weird. And then what I see is, is the girl who was crying, she places this little ornamental thing over the top of it. And, and so the, the people who live, so if we're from the back, the people who live on the left side, they're like, uh, I just. I'm not going to assume they're lesbian, but it's it's two women who yep. live there, and they have a shit ton of cats. Oh. So apparently, they buried a cat back there. and Under the fig tree. Or, yeah, where it, the fig tree was before yeah. the hurricane. And uh, and so, but, like, there's, like, flowers. <laughs> Is there a headstone? No. Oh, there's this. Well, so... Oh, so, so there's so many questions I I, I had. Would it be awkward if I just stuck my head out or have to like walk around the corner? Well, it's it's like you need to walk and then you know, but it's just like straight out the door. Okay. But you got to see it because there there's like there's a. <laughs> I'm a horrible. Human. There's a vase, or sorry, a vase out there with flowers in it, and then there's a little thing. Like a brass, what I guess would be like an old candle, like one of those big candle holders, but there's a brass one of those with additional flowers and like a little cat head on it. And uh, so, yeah. I can't. No, I know. So all this shit's happening as I'm, I'm, I'm walking back. 
and I can't fucking take it seriously. Like this girl, like this girl was sobbing, like sobbing. I pictured the Donnie. Like yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm yeah no, well, and I'm gonna get to that in a moment, but like, so to like top that off, like the next day, I go outside, and. She's walking out, and I, I go, hey, I'm, I'm sorry. And she goes, oh, thank you. And she sits down in front of the plot and, like, starts <laughs> sobbing again while she's, like, smoking a cigarette. And I can't do it. I know. what well, like, in, in my head, I'm I've like, s- it's a fucking cat. So, and you've got 12 more. Yeah. Like, well, and, uh, I'm assuming, I, I I'm assuming that one is hers. And also... Too clearly, the cat had problems. Like it had, like you could hear it breathe as it moved around. Like it had sinus problems, and then so. But so they had this the dead cat. Well, so that's what I don't know, and I didn't want to be insensitive to ask. Be like, did you put a cat? But that's my question. Like as like a renter, like did you fucking put a rotting corpse like two inches underground? Like, have you seen Pet Cemetery? Well. On top of that, I was, you know, I'm like, yeah, whatever. Uh, but I'm, I'm thinking that, like, please tell me you at least had it embalmed, if not cremated, and that's what you put that, it in the ground. That's what I was thinking. That's what I then, with, with the dying. But then this morning, I walk out my door, and what's digging in there? A possum. An opossum. So oh, I clearly think God. they just, like... Today's pod was sponsored by The Goddamn Sauce. Place your orders at thegdsauce.com. Pulpery is a privately produced podcast by Brock Ryder and Ben Grimiot. Web design and photography by Beck Ryder. Original music by the Heisenberg Compensators.